0: Welcome to Eau Claire is Here, your place to find out a little bit more about the people, places, and happenings going on in the best little city in Wisconsin. Eau Claire is Here is brought to you by Ned Donnellan Donilon Real Estate. And now your hosts, Jane Seymour Kunick, Scott Kunick, and Jerry Annis.
1: Hello, welcome to Eau Claire is Here, you should be too. I'm Jane Seymour Kunick. I'm Jerry Annis. We're here talking to you in front of the ski Sprites Haunted House. Yeah, it was scary. It was scary. It's, it's daylight now, so we're good. But last night we did go through the, the haunted house in the dark, mm-hmm. and it was it was fun. Yes.
2: Amy, our cameraman and team member, was there. I think he screamed more than anybody He screamed else. quite a bit. Isn't that right, pal? Yeah, we I'll could, say so. I'll give you that. We
1: should have him in there. But they, they, they really did... Uh, this is kind of a two-fold discussion because we want to talk about the Haunted House and Halloween and such, but then also about the ski sprites in general. But to the Haunted House first, they did an unbelievable job. Like, the... Well, the theme was cute they did nursery rhymes now it has taken a new level to nursery rhymes now when i'm reading my grandchildren books at night <laughs> but
2: on <laughs> but,
1: but they 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 did a lot of creative stuff in there in fact i said last night i would like to go through it in the daylight to really see all the detail they did but um, they scared us, they did a good job, it was worth the money. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, well, and it's going to a, a good cost. Main Fundraisers, and, and I mean they started this a long time ago, it's, we're on Dewey Street, I think it's 415 Dewey, that's where they have it year after year, but my gosh, yeah. I think.
1: We found out that this is where the Ski Sprites, they own this building, they store their boats in here in the, in the winter time. Um, so they, she actually told us last night that it takes them a whole year yeah. to work on the theme and mm-hmm. the idea and yeah. gathering the props and, and all that. So they put a lot into it and and you can tell. Well,
2: and, and they've done it year after year and it's smart. They've put outhouses here. In- we should probably tell everyone use the outhouse. Go pee before you go in, <laughs> so because
1: done a few well, Aiden, right? <laughs> Wait,
2: you didn't pee your pants. Maybe a little bit. But even right now, we're sitting on a carpet. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was really cool. Well worth it. um And they they'll, they'll do it right up to Halloween. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it benefits them. And ski sprites is a great thing too. And Scott did a nice interview with the sprites and
1: And, uh we we also got a little chance to talk to um, some of the people putting on the haunted house show last night and it was interesting to hear i mean i i again was born and raised in eau claire and uh, always heard of the ski sprites but i didn't really i mean i learned a lot last night talking to her and and it was interesting because her child um Went to a show and then just wanted to be in it, and now she's in it. Now she's a spray. Now she's a spray. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, just kind of how that all works. And I, I, you seemed to know last night that they do um, competitions. I, I didn't know that. Well, state. I just thought it was shows. National.
2: Yeah. Well, they they do the shows, but you think of you know all the insurance, the equipment, the boats, and then to compete at the state level, and then qualify for nationals and the, uh, just the gas alone
1: right yes, yes.
2: but yeah they're at uh, Lake Altoona at the public beach and
1: every Sunday and mm. Wednesday
2: but it's a great podcast great interview and Scott did a great job again as always so thank you Scott but real estate let's talk a little real estate how's it going in your world um, it's <laughs> been the, your busiest year
1: Busiest year, um, It. I mean, I love my job and, and love being busy and it's just every once in a while you'd like to take a breath, but um, I think we're starting to slow down a little bit, <clears throat> although I don't know that I've ever been this busy this time of the year. This
2: market's breathing a little bit, but yeah, I think it's everybody's craziest, busiest year. And, and, I don't know. Don't you? Yeah. We we talk about it all the time. I think people love to talk about real estate. Yeah. And I think there's a misconception that it's easy. You know, anybody can do it. Anybody can sell their house, but there's a lot of balls speed bumps. in the
1: air. Yeah,
2: balls in the air. A lot yeah. of speed. Like you said.
1: <laughs> I did. Balls in the air. I feel like like it's not always just put a sign in the yard get a accepted offer in a day which we are a lot of us are getting those accepted offers right away but there's a lot that goes into before and after that sign and that offer that you want a professional doing it so you get the most for your well
2: and and I think help navigate through all that stuff Mm -hmm. you know it could be home inspection well and septic inspection appraisals and if something goofy comes up how do you get past that how do you fix it um, and, and I just had some buyers in this afternoon and they haven't bought a house in a long time and just question then what what next then right. what happens right. then, so it's nice to be able to have those experiences to be able to share that yes. and help people so, yes. But, yes
1: so we hope it'll continue to stay busy and we're anticipating a busy spring yeah. again so we'll see
0: right for
1: sure so well we're gonna send it over to scott and in his interview talking a little bit about the ski sprites
0: we're glad to have with us jim heinzen from the ski sprites uh, we went to check out their haunted house fundraiser and had a blast and we're glad that you can join us to tell us uh, some more about the Ski Sprites. I, I appreciate you having me here today, Scott. First, just for people who don't know much about the Ski Sprites, maybe just give a background uh, who it is and how people can get involved
3: if they, if they would like to. Sure. So the Ski Sprites are actually Wisconsin's oldest competition show skiing team. So we were the very first in Wisconsin. Um, a very interesting side note is if you were to take all the teams in Wisconsin, and then measure them against all the teams in the US. We actually have more teams in the state than there are in the rest of the United States as far as the amount of teams. So it's a, it's a very competitive sport within Wisconsin. Not sure how it got to be that way, but it's a, a pretty neat fact that we have so many teams. So our state tournament is typically larger than most all of the division one and division two national tournaments.
0: That is incredible, especially for being a cold weather state. Uh, definitely kind of surprising, but that is pretty awesome. Nice culture and uh, uh, tradition. That's that's neat that you guys keep doing that. So it's been around
3: for a number of years, right? Yep, it's been around, uh, I believe it's 1960. So, uh, you know, we've been uh, celebrating many years. One of the things is that uh, we have skiers that go from um, three-year-olds all the way up to in their uh mid to late forties on our team. That's
0: awesome. So a lot of experience and everybody probably is teaching everybody and do you have to be I mean have a level of experience or can you you start in and jump with both feet
3: into the water as they say. You do not actually uh our older skiers the high schoolers and college will work with the younger skiers. Each year we get a, a group of kids and if they um, can ski some. We'll teach them some of the finer points of actually show skiing because there's skiing on things like wide boards and, and different acts you can do. But we've also taken kids that have no skiing experience whatsoever, taught them how to ski, get them on the development team and let them progress to the actual um, main uh, skiing team. So it's uh, it's pretty diverse. Pretty much anybody and everybody has the opportunity to, to join the ski sprites. And, and the nice thing is that it's also... What we consider being a family activity because even if the kids are skiing, you know, we need uh boat drivers, concession workers, dock workers, which are all volunteer. And so all the parents have an opportunity to, you know, spend a little more time with their kids in something that they're passionate about. And um uh they can also, like I said, you know, be there with their their kids. So
0: I mean obviously the season ended a little while back, but uh, it sounded like when we talked before that it was another successful season for you guys, tournament-wise and whatnot.
3: Yeah, it was great. We had a, a good state showing, and we had a good national um, showing. We took a couple of uh, individual uh, trophies for certain segments uh, that they give, besides we didn't win in one of our divisions, but it was it was good. I mean, and, and really, we're all out there for the love of skiing, and one of the things that I like to impress upon people is that you know, when the kids are skiing four days a week and a lot of the kids will ski other times with other kids, if they have boats and things like that, that we think it's a you know good, clean family fun. And it also is a great way to keep kids active and out of trouble, because if you ski as much as these kids do, sometimes there's not a lot of time left to do other things.
0: It must be fun to see the kids develop as they get older and get better, and I'm sure... It's almost like a second family for people out there.
3: Yeah, it's fun to watch uh, the kids progress from, you know, like I said, they're on the development team. And then once they can make something like, you know, ballet line is, is one of the things that uh, kids can usually make the jump to. And so just learning how to be able to to do a sit dot or to do a hop doc, things like that. It's neat to watch those kids and see the sort of the milestones and the, and the markers that they can make in their life. And we like to think that that gives them a challenge work ethic and an ideal of what it takes to succeed in something. And maybe at some point in time, they can transfer some of those goals that they've had skiing into other goals in their life. So. Yeah, that's
0: a great endeavor. And one of the things that I think was fun when I watched it was the, you know, the jumping over the, the ramp and the ski jump and all that kind of stuff. Um, I mean, there's, for Eau Claire, it's really nice to have this activity and a nice thing for the community to be able to come and experience um, a show of this kind of caliber.
3: Yeah, it is fun, and and uh, for us, you know, we ski at the uh, Altoona County Beach Park, and so uh, all of our shows are free. Typically, once we start to ski, which is early June through Labor Day, we'll ski twice a week unless we're at a tournament somewhere, and all those shows are free, so you can come, watch, enjoy yourself, You know, we have a little concession stand there. Um, You do have to pay for county parking. But beyond that, uh, you can bring your own chair. We have limited uh, bleachers. And, uh, you know, if you come often enough, you can also, as a uh, spectator, watch the kids learn new things and sort of grow the pyramids, grow and things like that throughout the season. So, um, yeah, we love our our crowds. We have a pretty dedicated crowd. Some of the people we see pretty much all the time or maybe 80 percent of the shows.
0: I remember watching them back at Half Moon Lake. And so that was always uh, a fun spot too. Uh, so one of the reasons we are here talking about it is because we, with this fundraiser that you have, one of the more unique ideas uh, and a nice job you guys did, we had fun, you know, had a little scare and was, I'm sure it's fun for you guys to put this uh, Halloween fundraiser together. It looks like a lot of work because we hope that you go check it out. And uh, it's really uh, a great cause and, uh, but pretty advanced. I don't want to give maybe too much away from it, but there was some, some technology involved in this that really, I think, puts it over the top. And I don't know how much you want to share about it, but I'm sure it's fun to do.
3: Sure, so the Ski Sprites Haunted House um, has been running pretty much continuously for over 20 years. So it's one of our main fundraisers to pay for, you know, new motors, gas and things like that equipment. I mean, you talked about watching the kids jump a single pair of jump skis can be anywhere from 455 to $800, depending upon what kind of uh, equipment you want to have. And those are all owned by the team. And even the girls who do what's called ballet, a ballet ski can range from 400 to $1,200 just for one ski. So, There is a lot of costs involved. So for us, team-wise, we enjoy the fact that uh, we can put the haunted house on and it does uh, a a lot of fun activity for people who enjoy being scared a little bit. Um, The haunted house itself is at 415 South Dewey Street, uh, downtown Eau Claire. Uh, The admission is $10 at the door. Uh, If you give us $9 and a non-perishable food item, which goes to Feed My People, you can get in that way or you can go to any Altoona or Eau Claire quick trip, and you can buy an advance ticket there for $8.
0: And each year, do you guys tr- change it up and try to come up with new ideas?
3: Yeah, each year we have a theme. Uh, this, year's th- this year's theme is uh, Fractured Fairy Tales. So then if you come to the Haunted House, you will find that each one of the rooms is gonna be say, Sleeping Beauty, or The Three Little Pigs, or Ring Around the Rosie. And so each of those rooms are built to somewhat uh, tighter or loosely fit that fairy tale. and then so that we basically do is we fracture the fairy tale And like I say the the whole haunted house is is predicated upon when fairy tales go wrong.
0: <laughs> yes, it's very um, clever and I'm sure some of uh, the kids and whoever's involved have a blast. I obviously takes a lot of work and volunteer hours. Um, but it must be a good time once it all comes together.
3: Yeah, each night um, we need probably somewhere between between the actors and the volunteers. We probably need 30, 35 people to to, uh, to run the haunted house uh, sufficiently so that we can obviously have all the rooms manned and, and to, as you saw, give a good scare um, to uh, our patrons who come so.
0: Anything else you want to share? Uh, is there a way that if uh, maybe people are a little scared, but would like to get involved or donate, go to website, or uh, I, know, I know you have a Facebook page.
3: Yep, yeah, you can go to www.skisprites.com. And on that website, obviously, it'll give you a calendar of our events and tell us a little more about the ski sprites and what we're doing. And then also, there is a donation button there. Uh, we also do actively seek sponsors throughout the year. So if you're at a show Uh, you might see that on the dock, there's a banner that typically, because the shows each year have a theme too. And so then there's a banner and um, on that banner, there's sponsors. And so that's one way that we can get some of the businesses involved is that uh, uh, for a certain amount of dollars, you can be on that back banner. Now you can also be on a boat, uh, single-sided, double-sided, and that's a little less expensive, a little more affordable. And then we do things like will sell the concession stand and we call it, uh, you know, Joe's cafeteria and you'll have a sign on that each time with your logo that would show that you've sponsored that. You know, we go all the way down to where uh, we have a sponsor for our popcorn and they have their logo on the popcorn bag. So when the people at the beach buy a bag of dollar popcorn, the logo for that sponsor is, is on that bag of popcorn. So there's lots of ways to get involved. Uh, if you, want to be involved, just a, a standard person or a business, if you'll send an email to marketing at skisprites.com, that email will go directly to me and I'll reach out and, and be more than happy to have a meeting with you and see if we can't find a sponsor level that would fit your needs. And we'd love to have you come on board and, and be part of the team. Like I said, I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to talk about ski sprites, what we can do for the community, for the kids that are in the community, and then also talking about the the haunted house because that haunted house is really one of one of our main fundraisers, probably our biggest fundraiser, and uh, we definitely want the community to know about it, come and see it uh, so far this year. numbers have been very good, and the people coming out after they've been inside have had nothing but uh, good things to say about the uh, the haunted house so uh, you can come this year. And then, like I said, next year, we'll be back there again, and we'll have another theme and, and, uh, we'll work our tails off to, you know, give you the proper amount of fright. You know, when you get done, you know, depending on how scared you are or whatever, that's our goal is to, you know, get the heart rate up a little bit.
0: You bet. what, What a fun family activity or just to get down there. It's right downtown, really convenient location. And Jim, thanks for coming on and taking some time and, uh, you guys do a great job over there so uh keep up the great work and we'll keep coming to check
3: you out nope oh, and i thank you scott and I, I appreciate you guys uh support for the
1: that was awesome to learn more about the ski sprites and again people should come down check out their haunted house it's here every year it's their biggest fundraiser uh they appreciate a little extra help this year since covid last year they didn't get to do it and still had expenses so down to the haunted house on Dewey and Gray Street, downtown Eau Claire.
2: Come down and scream and enjoy Halloween. Speaking of, trick-or-treating is a little bit different, I believe, from when we grew up. Very much
1: different. Yes. Tell
2: me your experience.
1: When I was a kid, there was a house down in the third ward where the mom of the house made homemade donuts. Oh and that God. was the house you ran to first, and they were warm, and they were in little plastic bag, and cinnamon and sugar, and that was the hit. Uh, and uh, there was a house down on Drummond that gave out full candy bars. Go to the donut, onto the the full candy bar, but I and I. I've told Jerry this story before, but there was always a house down in the Third Ward that gave out apples. And I always felt so sorry for him because the next morning there was just apples
2: all over the road. (laughs) Well, they picked them off the tree, (laughs) put them back where they came from.
1: Who gives me an apple, Chuck? Yeah,
2: well, yeah, and I remember when we were young, it, it wasn't the little jug, pumpkin jug. It was the pillowcase.
1: Pillowcase, fill it, it to the top. Well,
2: and we would start when it started, and we would go yeah. till it, ended and then we would run. Right, and there houses. were no parents
1: with us. You yeah. know, I mean, things are different that way as far as safety and and all of that. And, you know, I, I have, of course, had my kids go through trick or treating. Now I'm having my grandkids go through trick or treating. But back in the day, us six Seymour kids, we coveted our candy. I mean, we, Pete would get us down in the basement, sorting it, trading it. We didn't get candy. My grandkids, they cherish it for a day and...
2: Then on to the next.
1: On to the next.
2: Yeah, Mima. Yeah. Um, yeah, we would do that too. We would sort and trade. And Would your parents ever eat their favorite?
1: I don't recall ever being scammed by my parents, but... Um, I could have been. I could have been. I don't know. They always had, my parents always gave out good treats, so I'm mm-hmm. sure my dad picked the kind he liked, so the extras all went to him, yeah. would be my guess. Yeah, my
2: dad was a Snickers
1: guy. Mm-hmm, my
2: dad, too. Yep, day two. Guess what? No more Snickers <laughs> in Jerry's bag! <laughs> And there was a little garbage can by his chair. Like, hey, yeah, uh, what's all this, pops? But would you ever bring two masks trick or treating? No.
1: Did you do that? No. <laughs> Sounds like you did to get to go to the same houses twice.
2: Well, if you're first in line and you come back through, it's like, wait a minute.
1: <laughs>
2: well, we were desperate, and we lived you in the needed country. Needed that
1: candy. Yes, right? we did. Never got the candy. No. Yeah. So we hope everybody has a great Halloween and a uh, safe Halloween. And I just to talk about that.
2: Yeah, for sure. Enjoy the podcast. Signing off, wanted to thank Ned for sponsoring the podcast again. Shout and out
1: to Donald and Donald. Right on. Yeah, and, and
2: real estate stuff. Mm-hmm. Jane and I are ready if you need us. Uh, but otherwise, thank you for stopping in and, and listening to the podcast. Eau Claire is here. You should Me be too. too. Peace out.
0: Thank you for listening to Eau Claire is here. The best way to support this podcast is by subscribing, giving a five-star rating, and writing a review. Find out more at EauClaireIsHere.com or find us on Facebook. Eau Claire is here is brought to you by Ned Donlin Donlin Real Estate.